Good morning. Today is July 1st, 2020, Wednesday. It's Wednesday Wisdom here on the One America podcast. And today I want to talk about a topic that I think is important to all of us, particularly in light of what we've all been going through since March with the COVID crisis, which again has literally shaken the entire world. Here in the United States, we are experiencing an unfortunate surge and resurgence of the virus as we head into the heart of summer and our beaches and other places seem to be having spikes. So I wanna remind everyone that listens to me, wear your mask, wear it to the grocery store, wear it to get gas, put gloves on, do not touch the pump at the gas station. It is one of the most virulent, ugly, awful things you can touch out there with a bunch of germs on it. Clean your phone, clean your keyboards, clean your remote controls. Be vigilant, be wise, protect your kids, and you'll stay safe. Today, I want to talk about on today's Wednesday Wisdom, a a friend of mine, Betsy Rothstein, who wrote for uh, The Daily Caller, which is a conservative um, newspaper started by Tucker Carlson of Fox News. Um, I am no fan of Tucker or of The Daily Caller, but I was a big fan of Betsy Rothstein. And Betsy, who was a young woman, only in her 30s, uh, succumbed to ovarian cancer over the weekend, and our hearts are collectively broken. I know mine is. And I want to talk today about the gift of aging, uh, aging gracefully and, and the gift of aging, because I think it's important. You know, I hear so many people talk about, uh, they lament getting older. You know, I'm in my early 50s, and Although I still am blessed with the fairly decent good looks and a pretty fit body, I can tell you that it gets harder when you work out, your knees hurt, you have to put some ice on them, you have to take some Motrin. I can't jog like I would love to. I was a runner when I was younger and loved it. I can no longer do that, but I love my Peloton, as you all know, and I take pretty good care of myself. I can do better, but I can tell you that when you hit 50, everything changes. I don't care how great shape you're in. You need more rest. You can't run as hard as you used to. You can still be in excellent shape. You can still be energetic, and everybody knows I'm a big energizer bunny indeed, but the point is aging changes us. Aging takes a toll on us. Aging Although it has its challenges, ladies and gentlemen, it is a gift and it is one of the most precious gifts we can ever have because my friend Betsy didn't get the gift of time and many young men and women who are are being um, uh, getting sick with this COVID-19, young people have died. This is not an old person or middle-aged person's disease. Stop buying into that. We know that cancer takes Hundreds of thousands of men and women here in the United States every year and millions around the globe. And those include children. Just go to any pediatric ward, oncology ward, and you'll see the babies who have cancer. And I wanted to just, in Betsy's memory, um, and if you don't know who Betsy Rothstein was, look her up. Uh, Again, she was controversial. She was hard-hitting. She was always on it. She was a Washington gossip columnist, which is an interesting beat to have, not one I would ever want, but she was the girl that exposed the truth. She was the one that called it out. Sometimes she could be biting on 
uh, Twitter. Sometimes she can be tough. I am grateful that I was never the subject of her ire and had many interviews with her, considered her a friend. And um, she was always fair to me, um, always supportive, uh, took care of both of her parents who had cancer before they succumbed in 2015 and I believe 2018 to her brother and remaining family. My heart goes out to you. Um, a light has gone out from us, a, a great sense of humor. Uh, Betsy was just good people. And I want to address a couple things before I talk about the aging gracefully, which is really my motivation for the day or my wisdom for the day. I want to talk about the reporter who sent out a tweet and I actually saw the tweet and was appalled by it and called him out on it. Um, he, he said something about, uh, it was a shame that Betsy Rothstein was being mourned only by white people. And that was appalling to me. The CNN reporter's name is Nathan McDermott. Now you guys know I'm on CNN, but this is who I am. I will call out what is wrong when it is wrong. And Nathan's tweet was offensive. And I immediately hit back and said, well, I'm Warren Betsy and I'm African-American. And I think that we have reached a place in our politics where we are in a very sad place. And um, I am appalled that anybody at the death of a young woman in particular who lost a battle with ovarian cancer would say something like that. It shows you lack humanity. It shows you lack grace. It shows you lack dignity of yourself and what you say. Uh, we all make mistakes on Twitter. God knows I have. My famous calling the president a R ass did not serve me well. Um, and I really learned from that. And not only did I make sure that I apologized and deleted the offensive tweet, but I'm working with some organizations that deal with special needs uh, children and autism, et cetera. And we're going to be doing some work. I wanted to wait till after the election because I don't want it to be political. And I think when we make mistakes, we should learn and own them. But to not have the good grace and good sense to know that someone has died and that you should shut your mouth really bothered me. And I want to talk about that in the context of where we find ourselves. Our culture is toxic now. And we're mean and we're unkind and we don't know when enough is enough. And I, I just wanted to talk about Betsy today and I wanted to say how much I loved her, uh, how much uh, I'm heartbroken because over the last months when we've been locked in with COVID, I made, I was intentional about checking on my friends and particularly my single friends uh, because that's a very unique dynamic and Betsy loved her dog Whiskey or her cocker and Whiskey loved her and I'm sure Whiskey's heartbroken now that his mommy's gone but um something kept telling me to check on Betsy to check on Betsy and I looked on Twitter and I didn't see any tweets and I knew that her mom had been ill and I didn't know her mom had passed and, and I'm making a point here so don't miss this um and then I texted her but I didn't have her most current number. It had been a number of years since we had been in touch because usually we hang out on Twitter. And I should have gone the extra mile. I should have reached out to Tucker or to Olivia Nuzzi or somebody like that. Caitlin Collins, one of her friends, and said, hey, I need Betsy's new number. And it was in the back of my mind, but I didn't follow through. And God knows I'm sick about that now. I, I bawled my eyes out when I heard that she died because I was angry at myself for not knowing that 
when the spirit nudges you like that, when something keeps telling you to do something, you need to do it. So here's the first lesson I want you to learn from this podcast today. When your spirit tells you to check on somebody, do it. When your spirit tells you or you get this feeling that you ought to do something, do it. Do not wait because no day is promised. No day is promised. And I wanted to talk about the the gift of of aging because aging is our most precious commodity and everybody doesn't get to live to see their 30th birthday or their 40th god knows their 50th 60th 70th 80th i have a grandmother who turned 90 this year and it's awesome because she's in really good shape she's got all of her mental acuity she still moves around. She can't drive anymore because she's got some edema swelling with her legs. And we just decided that wasn't wisdom anymore. But she's still surrounded by her children, her grandchildren, her great-grandchildren. And she's even got a great-great-grandchild. And so, you know, she has lived a blessed life. She's outlived grandpa by 20 years. But not everybody gets that. And Betsy didn't get that. And one of the things that Betsy said, if you, uh, Tucker Carlson did a, um, a, um, a segment on his show about her on Monday night. And he talked about, he also wrote about it, I think in the daily caller, and you can look that up. If you just Google Tucker Carlson and Betsy Rothstein, um, you can look it up. But Betsy said something as Tucker wrote about visiting her while she was sick and understanding that they both knew that this would be the last time they would see each other, as Tucker put it, on this side of eternity, on this side of life. And he talked about how, you know, they spent the day largely praying and holding hands and just sitting still and just, you know, knowing that the inevitable was to come. Betsy had been sit home. Um, She was no longer in the hospital. She was probably under hospice care from what I can tell from her brother's post on Instagram, etc. And one of the things that um, Tucker talked about was this moment where he was getting up to leave and walking out the door. And uh, he said that he he said to her, you know, what have you been thinking about? You know, what's what have you been thinking about? And, you know, um, the way he writes this is better than I'm going to explain it. But here's how he said the dialogue when he said as he looked at her and he said to her, uh, what have you been thinking about? He said, she looked up at me, eyes clear, intently focused. And she said, nothing is definite. You think you know what's going to happen in life, but you don't. It's not up to you. And I want to kind of park right there on this Wednesday. And I want you to just think about those words. Nothing is definite. You think you know what's going to happen in life, but you don't. It's not up to you. Betsy, my friend, truer words have never been spoken. And I want you to know that you gave us a lot of laughs while you were here. Uh, The interview that I got to do with Betsy back in 2014 when the Woman Code was coming out was one of the best most fun interviews I ever had. And it was just an interview about me and my life. And she asked me the questions, you know, like the ones you see when um, Charlie Rose used to do the interview with people and they have books and they would ask you a lot of questions about your life and ask you some funny questions, some awkward questions, things to really pull out who you are. 
and how you live and what you think about. And I will post it on my Twitter feed and keep it up uh, throughout this month and on Facebook as well so that you can read it because I really loved what she pulled out of me. Things I don't talk about, things I'm very private. For a public person, I'm private. And I know that that drives people crazy because people wanna know in this day and age, at least they feel entitled to know your life, uh, who you're sleeping with, who you're not sleeping with, who you used to sleep with, you know, all of that. Um, and it's unfortunate. And Betsy knew that I uh, am a pretty conservative Christian and she knew. So she had a lot of fun asking me some questions that she knew was going to make me blush and turn green. But I loved her for it. And I'm going to miss her. And I'm sorry that I was not there for her because I would have been. And I would have loved to have spent time with her. And I will forever regret not getting that right. 2020 has been a tough year. Uh, I lost Renea Moore, uh, one of my mentors, uh, who died suddenly. And we had just been texting that she was going to come down and bring her daughter and visit. Um, And now she's gone. Lost an aunt to COVID. Many of you have lost loved ones. You've been sick yourself with the virus. You've lost jobs. You've You've lost businesses. It's been a tough six months. I'm praying that on this first day of July that we get better, that things get brighter, and that we begin to recover. But let me say this, that I want you to understand something. Aging is a gift. Don't ever curse or be mad because you got gray hair or because you're getting older. Don't ever curse or be upset that you find yourself at 50 or 60 and you say, I'm not where I want to be. You still have the breath of life in you. You can get where you want to go. Betsy will not get that chance. And millions of people every year will not get that chance. Some almost 130,000 of our fellow Americans who started January out just like you and me, optimistic, happy, looking forward to the new year and the new decade are no longer with us. So value your life. Value your friends, value your family. Yes, there are going to be struggles and bumps and unfortunate things that happen along the way. Our families are often our source of our greatest joy and greatest sorrow. But Betsy took care of her dad when he was ill, and then she took care of mom. And I'm grateful to her brother, Joel, for taking care of her and for her friends and for those who are writing about her. Olivia Nunzi's piece in The New Yorker is a tearjerker. Read it. Um, I'll also share that again. Uh, Betsy was tough, but so are a lot of people in this town. And I think there's just something wrong when we don't have the humanity to know how to be quiet and extend condolences and keep it moving. So I just wanted to get on on this Wednesday wisdom, this first Wednesday of July 2020, the first day of July. It is the 4th of July weekend this weekend. And I hope that you will be safe, social distance. If you're having people over, keep the number small, spread out. Make sure you keep uh, hand sanitizer throughout the house, in your bathroom. Sanitize clean after people use the restroom or touch things in the house. This is just where we are. Um, I'm looking forward to a a weekend of uh, going to wineries and, and doing some things and maybe doing a little bit of archery, golf, not sure, but we're gonna do some fun stuff. Because I know that one of the lessons I've learned from this crisis is that I need to live my life because I haven't been living it. And I bet you haven't been either. And that's gonna change, Lord willing, he gives me time. 
But as I think about Betsy, Betsy ran out of time and she was right. Nothing is definite. You think you know what's going to happen in life, but you don't. It's not up to you. So listen to me, friends, and listen up. All around the globe, for those of you that listen to this podcast, and thank you, it has been on fire. It is having more listeners and more shares and more downloads than at any time in three seasons. So I am grateful for that. But I want to just encourage you to live your life. I want to encourage you to check on those you love. Check on your single friends. Check on your elderly friends. Don't delay. Connect, send a text, call, send some flowers, leave some flowers on the front door, take a cake, do something to let people know that you love them while you have them. Say the words. We got to say the words. It's not enough to think that people know because they don't. Betsy's on the other side now. And I'll never get to tell her how much I enjoyed her or how much I appreciated her 100% authentic personality. Didn't have to agree with everything she said. I often didn't, but I liked her. And I think we need to get back to that. We need to cut the crap and stop demonizing each other because we don't agree or because we say something every once in a while that might be a little bit outlandish. Let's have a little grace. Let's forgive each other. Let's not cancel each other. Because when you cancel someone, be clear, someone's going to come to cancel you. So I want to encourage us today to live and to embrace aging. Because aging is a gift that not everybody gets. You have the breath of life in you this morning. I woke up with it in me. Betsy and many others don't breathe anymore. So let us commit to our families, to our children, our grandchildren, our nieces, and our nephews, to being uh, bowls of wisdom, of support, of laughter, of lifting, of loving, of friendship. Life is just too short for the bullshit. And I posted that the other day, and my Facebook and Instagram friends love when I do every once in a while, I'll just say it. And I want to say it. Life's too short. Stop it. And I'm talking to me. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I just want to live. I just want to love the people I love. I want to be loved back. I want to explore God's amazing earth. I want to do some good while I'm here. I want to engage in the public square as we're doing right now on this podcast. I want to love. I want to be loved. And that, at the end of the day, is really all we want. You know that, right? At the end of the day, every single one of us wants respect. And we want to be loved. Hopefully we understand that we need to give respect and we need to love too. But that's it. We're pretty simple. Betsy, I love you. Uh, I'll miss you. I know that we'll meet again. Um, I'm glad that you're no longer in pain. I'm glad that you're no longer hurt. And um, I know that mom and dad have wrapped you in their arms. And I saw that your brother said he's going to take you home to Ohio, where you grew up in Akron, to be buried next to your parents. And um, no, I know it's not the life you envisioned for yourself as a little girl or as a teenager. I get it. Uh, But I know that we'll see you again. And I know that uh, your laughter and your humor and your authentic nature has inspired many of us to keep going. Uh, Betsy, love you, girl. Uh, God bless you and keep you. Folks, life is a gift.
Aging is a gift. Living is a gift. So embrace it. Do well with it. Be happy. God bless you. God keep you. God bless the United States of America.